0: Welcome to Perennials Talk Health and Success. Thank you all so much for joining us today. I am your host, Cynthia Phillips, and today we have a special guest. One of my brothers came to is coming to shed some wisdom on a book that he just finished reading. Has has anyone read What the Health? Oh. Yeah, so I am just truly excited for the information that we're gonna get from him today. You know, I I am from a family of six. My parents, mother and father, and four kids: three boys and me. Yep, one girl. Our mother passed away with cancer. My father, our father, suffered from Alzheimer's disease, and my youngest brother passed away from high cholesterol. And he was a proud junk food junkie. He was really proud to, to eat junk food. I didn't understand that, but, you know, the kids uh, caught, had a certain name for him, and he was happy with that. <laughs> so our father had a pretty large family. There were about 16 siblings in his family, and all of them have passed away. The last one passed away last year. Now, with all these deaths, it kind of made me start wondering why. A lot of them had suffered from Alzheimer's disease and cancer and cholesterol. You know, a lot of these are really common diseases that people are suffering from. But I'm saying why? You know, People say that it's hereditary. Oh, my mother died from it. My father died from it. Well, I think it's a lifestyle that uh, you ha- we have to consider nowadays, especially nowadays. But I do think it's a-, a lifestyle that causes that. So, at at that on at that point, I took a nutrition class at City College of San Francisco. And that's where I learned a whole lot about our bodies and how magnificent they are and how they are uh, like machines, like, like technology, but they're better because they were built to heal themselves and do so much automatically. I mean, when something is in our nose, we sneeze. Why do we sneeze? Because there's something in there that's telling us we need to get something out of there or something that's in our system that makes us cough our bodies are just amazing. So I learned a lot about our bodies, and I also learned a lot about our food and why it changed, our food system, why it changed and how it changed. And yes, our healthcare system system, it's, it's something to question as well. But my brother, Marty Phillips, who is with us today, has an enlightening view of this problem. He has compiled some information that can startle you, especially if you had not been clued into our our food industry and our healthcare system. My brother Marty Phillips, the water hydration specialist, lives in Southern California, Long Beach to be exact, and he worked with Sparkless Water for 16 years. He's had his own water store called Water Express in Paramount, California for 17 years, And he has been an independent business owner with Enagic as a water hydration specialist for the past 12 years. So I think he knows a little bit about water and health. Because once you get into this water industry, you start learning more and more about what water does to your body and The health, eating the right kind of foods and exercising and all these other entities that create a healthy, enhanced life. And that's what we're trying to get for all of you. So, Marty Phillips, are you there, big brother? I am, I am, I am. What's going on? How are you? I'm doing very well. How about yourself? I'm
1: actually doing unbelievable. And uh, thank you for that... uh warm and it, it sounds like i've
2: done something well
0: you know what it's interesting because yes you have done a lot and all of them were in the same line interestingly enough right yeah
1: you know it's really been a unique journey and when we talk about health or wellness uh, right now, it's uh, kind of like a hot button. It's kind of really important to everybody. But mm-hmm. I became interested in health a long time ago. I don't, you know, everybody's kind of attracted to different things. I remember that they said that uh, Whitney Houston started singing at three and Aretha Franklin started singing at a very young age. And I'm saying, well, wow, how can that be? Uh, they, they, they're bringing out their talents so young. I'm saying that's pretty amazing. But I think that we all have gifts and desires and we are just automatically kind of drawn to it. And that's what's happened with me. Uh, when I was younger, uh, I was always interested in how the food was prepared, where it came from. And I, it wasn't because I had a scientific mind or anything. it's just foods can be, prepared so, can be prepared so many different ways and there's so
2: many different things. So if you're having fish. This could be coming from the ocean, it could be coming from the sea. For some people, it didn't matter, but for me, for one reason or another, it was important. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, I'm, I'm glad that you took an interest in it. I never knew that you had an interest way back in the day, in those times. I didn't know that you had an interest, but I always knew that you loved to eat, and you did cook. So, I guess you must have shown that interest in your cooking as well, because you cook better than Ronnie, our other brother. <laughs> well. <laughs> because I know he doesn't care about flavor, but you do, and so do I. Well, I think what
1: happens is when you really find something that you like,
2: it's very, very easy to get more involved and more detailed with it. Yeah. One of the things in relationship to health, shortly after I graduated from
1: high school, now a lot of people don't know anything about this, but they had to the draft back in the day.
0: Right. I remember
1: <laughs> well, I was actually being drafted to the Army and I ended up joining the Marines. Mm-hmm. And of course, in the Marines, this was during the Vietnam conflict. And so my MOS was 0311, which is like a ground pounder or an infantryman. And of course, going into the military, especially to the, the Marines, one of the big things that you had to do was get through basic training. Mm. And of course, basic training was all exercise.
2: Mm. So we, we ran every day, we did push ups every day. If someone did
1: something incorrectly, just to give you an example, we weren't really allowed to smoke. I think that we had some particular time for ourselves for reading letters and going through things like that. And I believe at that time, the people that smoked were allowed to smoke. But anyway, one of the gentlemen in
0: my platoon got caught smoking. And you you wanna know what happened? He put him in the closet. He took the cigarette from everybody and put him in the closet. <laughs> And made him smoke all those cigarettes. Oh! He had to to smoke everybody's cigarettes. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. And I'm just saying, what the hell? (laughs) Yeah. I know. That was one way to stop somebody from smoking by overindulging in something.
1: Yeah. Um, And it was that group mentality. Because if one person failed, everybody failed.
0: Yes. Yep. So the military taught me
1: that and it also raised my awareness for uh, being physically fit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I wasn't in bad shape when I went in, but when I got finished with boot camp, after rope climbing, running every day, doing push-ups every day, if somebody made a mistake or an error was something, everybody was punished with push-ups. So they figured that
0: you're only as strong as the weakest link. Mm-hmm. So they taught everybody to work together. Wow. Because if one person made a mistake,
1: they might blow up the whole platoon, so everybody has to be kind of on the same page.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow, that is wonderful. So, yeah.
1: So it really coupled those two things together, my awareness of eating food and being healthy and how great it felt to be it was the strongest I had ever been mm. and at that time I felt like I could run through a wall <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah well I can totally understand that and I guess those the push-ups that you do every day 25 to stay alive is no big deal at all for you huh <laughs> well I think as you get older you start losing
2: things and as our grandmother used to say use it or lose it. Mm -hmm. So with
1: that in mind, I continued doing exercises to stay fit and to, uh, yeah, yeah, to stay in the game. Because I know that exercise is really, really important. But with your podcast, I thank you very much for inviting me on it. And, you know, I'm not, I'm an expert in a way, but I think that we all become an expert through life's experience we we learn
2: what's
0: right and wrong and sometimes we, we we follow our path. Yeah, we do. But you had a path of water and health all sounds like all of your life and you're you're continuing it and I'm I'm blessed that you did continue it because it helped me get into that realm as well because I'm in the same business as you are now. I'm learning so much more than i knew before but that class that i took um, for nutrition i think everybody should take and it just takes me back to the book that you read what the health h-e-a-l-t-h that i know they have a documentary on netflix based on the same book but tell me i know that there's deeper things in that book what did you get out of that book? Um, let me just back up a little bit before I ask that question. I basically wanted to do this podcast as an interview for my brother because he, as we said, are in the same business, in the magic. He had a Zoom call a week or two ago, really pulled out some really good information about our food industry, about our health. And I thought it would be really good to share some of that information, but it wasn't just from What the Health book. It was a compilation from a lot of different books that he had read and that information, it was just powerful. And I felt like, you know, the more information we have, the more empowered we can be within ourselves, be able to just have better health for ourselves with the information that we get. So can you kind of share a little bit of that information with us, Marty? I would be honored, uh, Cynthia, <laughs> and and for whoever has the opportunity to listen to this, I really want to ask that you
1: kind of open your mind and uh, empty empty your cup. Yeah. Uh, to, to be open to new information that you end up being in a position where your cup will be overflowing, hopefully with love, hope, and abundance, health, health wealth, and joy, because it really makes a huge difference on where you're going where you want to be based on your health i really wake up every morning feeling excited and it's got to be a drag to wake up and feeling like you know i don't feel like getting up i don't feel like doing anything and uh,
2: having having health is the key so as my brother would say you really got to be light on your feet to be able to weather the storm of the cars that are dealt to you yeah. i'd like to give you a quote from dennis whaley He says, you have two primary choices in life. To accept conditions as they are or to accept responsibility to change them. So that's that's really, really powerful. The choices that we made in the past in relationship to health and everything else determines where you are today. And of course, the the choices that you make today will determine where you're going to be tomorrow. Whether you just survive or whether you thrive tomorrow. So you really got to reflect and ask yourself some questions. What are you doing every day to be a better you? All right. What did you
1: invest in your health last
2: year? Mm-hmm. Did you reach your goal? You know, Did you have
1: a, a one-month goal, a one-year goal, a five-year goal, a 10-year plan, an energy plan? Did you receive it hmm. or achieve, achieve it? As
2: a matter of fact, if you don't plan for health, it's going to be very, very difficult because we are actually being Attack. Our health is being attacked. That's right. Yeah. Between the environment, environmental pollution, food, air pollution, toxic, we just really have to deal with a lot. And one of the ways to offset that is to be knowledgeable about what the problems are and then do something to offset it. Right.
1: Our health and well-being is definitely being attacked by, as I mentioned, EMFs. If you get a phone bill or electricity bill, you look
2: on the back of that statement and it will explain what EMF is. Mm-hmm. So it's
1: an electromagnetic field. So anything that's generating electricity, the phone wires, hair dryers, all these different things that are electronic, send out this, these electronic waves. And of course, on the back, they say, and microwave, you know, be aware of it. They've done studies on it.
2: So they're warning you about it, but they're not really saying that it's a problem. Yeah. But if they're warning you about it, trust me, it's a problem. <laughs> so we're being attacked there. We're being attacked from our government and commercial considerations as well because they want to keep the status quo. What's really interesting, Cynthia, is that it's really
1: an anomaly or it's unnatural to have bad health. Yeah. Yeah. So what? The, but the, what the situation is? Either you control your health, or your health controls you. Pat Riley, the coach, used to be the coach for the Lakers. Uh, now he is um, upper management with the Miami Heat. And what he says was, or is, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. Nobody stays the same. So you've got to continually make better choices in relationship to uh, not just survive, but to to thrive. Mm -hmm. We've been actually
0: conditioned to eat unhealthy foods. When you go shopping, look at other people's shopping carts. I've actually been appalled (laughs) (laughs) by what I see in some shopping carts because it's just, it's full of junk. Yeah, I understand. Me too. They say that four out of it, it, it used to be four out of
1: seven uh, diseases were non-communicable today it's seven out of ten yeah. so some of the interesting facts is is that uh, the majority of diseases they say 95 percent of all diseases are lifestyle driven yeah so that's the that's the bad news but the good news is of all diseases are lifestyle-driven. So what that really means is you actually have a choice. Yep. My uncle...
0: industrial farms, yeah.
1: Right, right, right. And this, you know, it's a big problem. It's overcrowding. Mm-hmm. They are really treated inhumanely, but basically they're just production pieces to to create food for the population. Mm-hmm. What's happened is this cocktail that they've been uh, introducing to these
2: animals to keep them alive or to fatten them up or to create additional mar- with what my uncle said about you are what you eat that uh, definitely
0: uh, reflects on that mm-hmm. but the bigger problem is is that we've been inundated and just pumped up with ads ahead of time yeah for taking medication
2: yeah here if i asked you if you had a
1: headache what would you do reach for an aspirin and that's automatic. Yeah. I mean, we we have so many commercials that
2: we could plop plop fizz fizz, and you could finish that off for me because you know you know that that was a apple seltzer com- yeah. a commercial yeah. in
1: Japan when they get a headache they said oh I have a headache why do I have a headache mm-hmm. so what we've been avoiding all these years is. Figuring out what the root cause is, thinking yeah. about what the root cause is. I mean, anybody noticed that with them spending that amount of money for? A uh, three billion for advertising, and eight times that amount to educate the people that go into healthcare profession. And with the amount amount of drugs and antibiotics that are sent to these uh, productions, seventy five percent of all diseases actually come from the animal com- uh, kingdom, which I found was remarkable. Yeah. Did you realize that measles come from sheep and goats? Hmm. The whooping cough comes from pigs and sheep smallpox, from camels. When's the last time you seen a camel go down Broadway?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, seems like if you don't eat meat, you're not going to need any of those immunizations. I'm just saying, personally, you wouldn't need all those immunization shots if you don't eat meat.
2: Well, you know
1: what I'm doing, I'm not here to tell anybody what to eat or what not to eat, but I just wanted to highlight a lot of the things that really have made a difference and why we're where we're at
0: Mm -hmm. health wise yes yeah
1: and what my understanding is another
0: great relative says if you know better you You do better better." yeah how about influenza that came from
1: ducks (laughs) leprosy from water buffalo wow you know what rhino virus is no that's the common cold that's where that came from? from
2: where
0: cattle i think i heard that somewhere before yeah
1: Yes, in my presentation last week.
0: (laughs) But 60% of all the human pathogens have come from animals, and that's remarkable. Mm. So just alluding to what you said, many, 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 many of the problems are directly related to the consumption of
1: red meat and processed food. But wait, hold on a country minute. (laughs) What has happened is that we have become compliant with the standard American diet. Yes. And standard American diet actually spells out SAD. And what the issue is in relationship to the diet is fat, sugar, and salt. Mm. These corporations and industries have gotten us in this cycle and people are not Asking what's the root cause? Yes. They're going straight to medication, which treats the system, the, the symptoms. As a matter of fact, once a person gets in that cycle, for example, an individual in the family was taking high blood pressure medication. Medication, and you know what I asked him? What? Well, he was complaining about how expensive it was,
0: and that was even with a medical plan. And I said, How long do you have to take it? And you know what he said? For life. For life. Yeah. For life. That's the system.
1: Yeah, that's, that's kind of crazy when you think about it.
0: And we don't ask questions, you know. we. I like the uh, system in Japan. They go for the root cause, and they heal. They try to heal the root cause. And you change your diet, you drink more water, and there's... A lot of other things that you can do to eliminate a lot of the the ailments that we have. Illnesses and ailments. Well, you know, Cynthia, what really makes it interesting is
1: the doctors over there, they get paid more based on how well the patient gets. That makes sense to me. Wouldn't that be a delightful way to go? (laughs) Where
0: it's just the opposite here. Yeah. Where the doctors get paid more for how sick you are. Yeah. Doesn't that make you go, hmm. Well, it makes me do that, but that's the problem, there's not too many people that say hmm, most people just follow the trail. They follow the system. Yeah. So nowadays, we're actually taking drugs
2: like eating junk food. We're taking drugs to get healthy. What? Uh, and they're substituting medication to balance out a bad diet. Hmm. And yeah.
1: it still doesn't work.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know, they got a problem with something and then they just go get the medication and they keep doing the thing that got them to where they are and that's What I call, or what was called insanity. If you keep doing the same thing (laughs) over and expecting different results, that is the definition of insanity. And that definitely is the uh, corporate cycle of insanity that we're in, and they don't want
2: to change the status quo.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm glad that we're having this call. So you're giving the information, and all of the podcasts that I do are geared towards empowering everyone that listens because we need to know what's going on out there and maybe the more we hear it maybe that'll prompt more questions when you go to the doctor or when you have an ailment maybe you'll google web.md and see what the problem is and at least have some questions for your doctor if you're going to go
1: that's a very good point as a matter of fact i'm going to add on top of that because healthy people are not smarter than unhealthy people. They just have healthy habits. Mm-hmm. So when we're eating foods that are unhealthy, for example, nowadays organic food has become the real food. What they recommend is eating whole, live food and to give your body what it understands. Plants are very, very high in antioxidants. Our body doesn't make, pla- doesn't make antioxidants. Antioxidants is, is kind of what helps you balance out the negative things in your body. Things that are that are on the opposite side of the coin that actually are creating health problems. It's interesting. Yeah, I never would have thought that milk would be a problem, but a very very high percentage of African Americans are lactose intolerant. There's no also, something. a very high percentage of Latinos lactose and intolerant. As a matter of fact, I don't have the figures right in front front of me, but I think it boiled down to just. It was less than
2: 10% of Europeans that were not. Mm. So
1: what that is telling me is that a human baby is not really designed to consume milk from Anything other than its own mother. When we have all these other products that are derived from milk, then you have to think about it's still a dairy product. And if it wasn't good for you then, how can it be good for you now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because they say it's in the pyramid of the foods that we're supposed to eat on a daily basis. And who does, who puts that together? Our government, they put it together. And why? <laughs> Do you have any idea why? Money. Yeah, They're yeah. making billions and billions and billions of, of, of dollars. I would like to think, you would hope to think that everybody's going to be compassionate, but
2: it's pretty amazing and remarkable what a person will do for uh, greed and power. So you see it in relationship to politics, and it just goes on and on down the line. Yeah. I, I don't think that, that a person has to apologize for, for being well.
0: That, that's going to make a difference in your family. It's going to make the difference in, in your community. Mm-hmm. It will make a whole difference in this, this whole entire country if we all were more empowered and cared about our health some of the attitudes that we have is like we don't care we want to eat what we want to eat because that's i'm gonna die somehow i may as well do something that i want to do right I just, uh, it hurts me to hear that type of attitude, but I know people that have that type of attitude and they're ailing right now and some of them have already passed away. It's just, uh, yeah, we have to change our attitude and just get with it. if We want to live a more enhanced quality lifestyle. Well, I was actually blown out of the water in relationship to some of the information. Some of the information came from What
1: the Mm -hmm. Hell. Some came from uh, Fast Food Nation, Mm -hmm. The China Study. There's many, many great books out there that once you start reading, it's hard to stop getting that information. And I'm, I'm going to admit to you myself, I am not a vegetarian. I
0: still consume meat, fish, and dairy products, but it is to a minimum. Hey, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Yeah, I mean, we were brought up eating meat every day. That was the main course. (laughs) Meat, starch, and some vegetables. A little bit of vegetables. It was never an overwhelming plate of vegetables. It was always a small amount. But mostly everything was around that piece of meat. Whatever kind of meat you have is what you're gonna, the rest of the food is going to be based on. So a lot of people still eat like that. And I as well have i still will eat some ribs sometimes not often at all especially when i see documentaries like that and read books about the pigs and how they're being raised to um put on the market so yeah so i've just i will create raw food recipes or find some raw food recipes and i'll find some vegetarian books with some nice recipes i purchased a few but i'll eat meat every now and then as well but i think as long as you do everything in moderation i think you're okay well i would like to kind of to piggyback on what you're saying when when i mentioned the three things that are an issue um, what was it salt sugar sugar and dairy correct
1: those things Those are huge. Mm
2: -hmm. Right now, because of how much we're working, because people not wanting
1: to take the time to cook and not wanting to take the time to prepare their own food or don't have the time.
2: Yeah. They have replaced their kitchen with things of convenience like fast food places. Yeah. Even the sit-down restaurants have
1: turned into fast food places because a lot of them uh,
2: microwave your food. <laughs> and microwaving your food is one of the worst ways to prepare a meal or reheat a
0: meal because it's cooking the food from the inside out and it actually denatures the food. Mm-hmm. So whatever energy might have been in the food, it takes it out. Whacked out. <laughs> Did
1: you realize that microwave popcorn is a carcinogen?
0: Mm, No, I didn't realize that. Well, let's back
1: up a minute. What is a carcinogen?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, a a carcinogen is any substance
2: capable of causing cancer in a living tissue mm-hmm.
1: so there's a uh, several several
2: types several groups of carcinogens one would be a uh, chemical so like our father had an issue with asbestos because he went w- worked in a taco
1: paint company which they did uh, tar roofing paint and back in the day they had lead-based paint right. so that's another one nickel vinyl chloride arsenic which is a poison so that's that's one group. physical so there's a electromagnetic radiation radiation one form of radiation is the microwave alpha beta and radio
2: waves you got rays coming from the sun mm. i mean people get skin cancer but right. rays coming from the sun mm-hmm. so you're dealing with that
1: type oncogenic so viruses Viruses that cause cancer, a tumor, mm. or from trauma, from an accident. You might end up having an injury from trauma. And then, of course,
2: food.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're being attacked all the way around.
2: <laughs> we really. <laughs> well, we are. And what I was going to say about the microwave popcorn, is not the microwave popcorn, it's the bag Microwave
1: popcorn is in. Oh. Those bags, they have what they call PFCs, which once that heat hits it, it releases it, and of course, it makes the popcorn in the whole meal carcinogenic.
0: never knew that. My question to you is if you cook popcorn and oil in a pot or pan, it's going to take you three minutes. So
1: why not spend the three minutes and have a healthy popcorn versus? 60 seconds to a minute and a half of something that's going to send you to the grave in bad health. Yeah. But people may not know that.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. That's why we're here. (laughs) Right, right. Again, it's unnatural
1: for bad health. You control your health or your health controls you. One of the biggest, did you realize that one of the biggest uh, issues in relationship to
0: things that are carcinogenic are refined carbohydrates Mm. you know what that is no what is that it's bread oh yes bread actually has the uh highest salt content
1: and then your other refined carbohydrates are things like ramen noodles
0: Mm. mmm to eat a lot of those
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, cheddar cheese
0: mmm yeah mozzarella, mm. sour cream cheese. Oh my goodness. I mean, all these things, if, if if they even suggest that when grilling is not even really recommended
2: high heat, Yeah. or bro- broiling is not recommended high heat, and then if you fry, they suggest frying to a light tan, not a golden brown, because once
1: it cooks to that golden brown, then you're kicking it to the level of it being carcinogenic
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. good to know
1: So cream cheese eggs is an
0: issue Mm. sparkling water as a matter of fact what's interesting the things that i'm mentioning right now ramen noodles yeah uh, cheddar cheese mozzarella cheese sparkling water uh, sour cream cheese and eggs Mm -hmm. these were all recommended by the american cancer society as part of a healthy meal yes and Which was very, very, very interesting
2: because they're actually adding to the problem. Yeah. So that, that's, that's why it's
1: really, really important to get, to arm yourself with information, mm-hmm. accurate information for more than uh, for more than
2: one source. Mm-hmm. So breads and rolls, number one. Number two, the issue is cold cuts, mm-hmm. cured meat. They all fall under the
0: processed meat category. Mm -hmm. Do you you know what the number three uh, highest carcinogenic is? Number three. No. Pizza. Oh, wow. That fun meal everybody eats on Saturday and Friday nights. Um, (laughs) Right. And usually a lot of the things that taste good for you aren't good for you. But... The good thing is we live in a place in a time where they are there are alternative. And what really is interesting is that seventy-five percent of all sodium comes from fast food or food that's not prepared at home. So only the sodium problem at home is only five to six (laughs) percent. So number three was pizza, number four was fresh process poetry number five is soup you know when you buy canned soup this is sodium bomb oh absolutely yes but it's very very interesting and
1: i right now with the pandemic there even though more people are at home the percentage of people that actually cook at home could be an issue which is going to raise your level of having an issue (laughs) how about this Another issue, another carcinogenic is food dyes. Mm-hmm. Where are you going to find food dyes? In dressing, in candy, in cakes. As a matter of fact, meats. some of, some of the to- toxic food dyes are the food dye number 6, food dye number 3, which is red, number 40, which is yellow, and number 5, which is yellow. Carcinogenic.
0: Mm, wow. Did not know that.
1: Yes. Yes. So it's interesting that this consumption of these drugs that's being issued this and and this antimicrobial resistance this is the most and the biggest and most dangerous threat in our time because we're not going to be responding to medicine they're saying that it kills 700,000 a year worldwide and that's was medication is being properly administered and they and they're
0: saying by 10 million it's, uh it's going to be 10 million by 2050 yeah that is sad i think it's i
1: think it's beyond sad because they did
0: not account for the pandemic mm. so it's probably
2: going to be So Mm. them giving medication, like I
1: said, to fatten the livestock, to keep them alive when they're sick, it's 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 quite remarkable, but it's scary, and it makes you ask those questions that you were saying needed to be
0: asked. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I certainly hope that uh, people are taking heed to this information and spreading the word about this podcast because people really, really need to open their eyes and ears and just start. observing and doing some things different, quite differently. Oh, you got me started now. <laughs> got me started. now. I gotta add something else <laughs> What's that? <laughs> what do
1: most people normally have for breakfast? What's the standard American breakfast? Well,
0: of course, eggs, bacon, and toast. And coffee. Exactly. And th-
2: that's part of that sad diet that we've all been trained to eat. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact,
1: Each ethnic group has their own food that they're used to eating, but eggs are kind of standard across the board, wouldn't
0: you say? Yeah, I would. Well, we have been slicked, tricked by glossy, fancy marketing. Did you realize that the FDA
1: has documents that says that uh, eggs cannot be labeled a specific way? (laughs) what that specific way is
0: no what is it
1: well if you'll notice what what you can't say is that the eggs are nutritious
0: (laughs) and you can't say that they're healthy and who would want to eat something if you can't say that but what they do
1: say is they're free range they're
0: uncaged they're not injected with any hormones Oh, boy. But what I
1: found out on the free-range chicken, unless it's someone that's running a personal farm, you know, one of the smaller farms, mm-hmm. but for them to call it free-range,
2: anything could be sticking out of the cage. <laughs> so the chicken butt, chicken leg could be out of the cage, and they could call it free-range. No! So for- so it doesn't mean that they have a huge area to run around in, like what
1: we're thinking yes. from the picture that they're giving us about free-range chicken. We're thinking happy chickens that are running all across the chicken yard. Right. right?
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
2: Yeah. But they were saying that with, with eggs, eggs have – eggs. one of the reasons that they can't say that, they have, have, that they're healthy is because they're high in saturated fat and they're
0: high in cholesterol Mm. to be considered healthy it has to be less than 90 grams 90 milligrams of cholesterol and they said that even if you only ate half the egg it wouldn't be less than 90 wow i know isn't that scary and the last time i had eggs i had three of them (laughs) that was last week (laughs) yeah but for it to be
1: healthy it has to have uh, like, like like minerals in there to have, what is it? All of a sudden, I just went blank on, on minerals, <laughs> you know, calcium, magnesium, you know, the things that create nutrition. Mm-hmm. It has to have that in there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Iron, vitamin D, but no, it's not
0: happening. It's not in there. Mm-hmm. And why is that? It's dairy. It's it's part of, <laughs> so eggs are probably acidic. So there's things that are alkaline. And there's things that are acidic, but I'm not going to go into that. But yeah. right now, basically, it's the FDA that ruled out that they did not pass the grade whether they could label the eggs as nutritious or healthy. So not so not me. So I'm not an egg scientist or a chicken scientist. <laughs> I don't know the other details. Yeah, that is so. But the,
1: that's what makes it so interesting about what, what the labeling is nowadays, because even with the labeling... They may say something is non GMO, but what does that really
0: mean? Yeah. God. You know, just ooh, it just makes it so hard to just live a simple life. It really well, makes sense. You it know hard. What, I'm glad that you brought
1: that out up because the simplest way is the healthiest way so it's the basic things that are really helping us stay healthier so in other words the when you prepare a meal for yourself or your family the uh, closer you can get
2: to the original then the healthier it's going to be and in most cases the least is processed or cooked so if you're having vegetables raw it's going to be the highest state it's like nuts eating raw nuts versus cooked nuts this two different worlds mm. just as the same
1: as if you're having a uh,
2: broccoli uh, raw broccoli is going to be healthier than boiled broccoli mm. so it's like raw steamed then
1: boiled so it goes at the scale the higher or the longer it's cooked you know the less of the nutrient value that you're going to get out of, out of it
2: and the closer you're going to push it to the realm mm-hmm. of it being carcinogenic so
1: high heat quick heat is an issue
0: yeah that makes sense and The great thing about vegetables are you can get protein and the full scale of the nutrient value where if you eat a certain amount of meat, you can take in maybe too much of a specific nutrient where with the plant your body recognizes specific things and it it recognizes plants and the plant cuts off when it gets to the limit of whatever is supposed to be given you Mm. so things like uh, nuts whole grains seeds tofu lentils chickpeas most beans spelt, teff, hemp seed, green peas, all those things are very, very high in protein and then high in other nutrient value as well. The father of medicine? Who was the father of medicine? Father of medicine. No. What?
1: He said let thy food be thy medicine and thy medicine be thy food.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Who said that? It
1: slipped my mind, but (laughs) (laughs) I think... It'll come to me, I don't know why I had a mental blank. I need to drink some water or eat some greens or some beans. But the thing is, is that you can eat yourself into health just like you ate yourself out of
0: health. Yeah. Which is, it's exciting. Well, I think it is too. I think eating is one of the spices of life. I mean, you don't have to eat... The same thing you were brought up eating. There's so many different ways to eat now. And well, for the reasons that we're talking, having this show today is another reason to get out of that box and Think on another realm, vegetarian, raw foods, mix it up a little bit, you know, find the healthiest thing. And they're not that expensive anymore. We've got grocery outlet where they purchase, I don't know how they get their their new plant-based or healthy food, food line, NOSH. It's cheaper when you buy it there and you try it and you like it because you can go to Whole Foods and you can see that same product there. And it's going to be probably twice the amount. So if you want to try some new foods that are healthy, think outside of the box, go to Grocery Alley. It's just one place to go that I like to go to because I find a lot of like the uh, sour cream that you were talking about. They've got plant-based sour cream there. It was so good. Good. And they have. So you brought a good point up, Cynthia. The good point, the great point, was the fact that you indicated us what's available to us now. Yeah. For many places they don't have access, but so even if you don't have access nowadays, most things can be
1: ordered and delivered to your house. Fresh. There are many, many companies that will will deliver to your door. Right. So a lot of the things that we didn't have access to before. It's competitive out there and more and more companies are starting to offer alternative options. Mm -hmm. But it boils down, it comes back to the individual.
2: Mm -hmm. Right. They got to question themselves. You know, what does health mean to you? Mm -hmm. For me
1: and you, we're both senior citizens and some people got to be sick and tired of being sick and
0: tired. (laughs) Well, all I know is the, the people that I grew up with most of them are gone, passed away, ailing, looking really, really old. Just, I don't want to live a life if I can't do things and enjoy life. I don't want to just exist. I don't want to just be here. There's so much. I, I agree with you
1: 100% and that's why you're here and that's why i was so enthusiastic to
2: come on the show because i i really enjoy just as you do helping people and mm-hmm. in all the businesses that i've been in all of them were service businesses that were related to helping people improve mm-hmm. health care begins when you care that's so right gotta, to fulfill
1: their dreams they really have to make health a, pr- a priority and your
0: health is not your doctor's responsibility that's right yeah it's not your brother's responsibility it's not your
1: sister's and whatever pet you might have you know they're not in charge of that either
0: i like that yeah yeah you have to make a decision
1: and make a commitment and the wonderful thing about it is it it took you years to get to where you are and if you're not able to get to where you want to be overnight it's okay Mm -hmm. but as long as you start and stick with it it's like compound interest in the bank incrementally
2: the benefits will come to you you just don't quit it's part of a lifestyle change so i would like anybody that's listening to this to write this down because this will empower you so write down the letters o w n e r s so the o stands for oxygen All
1: right. Oxygen is very, very important for great health. So that means get outside. Don't stay in the house eating Krispy Kreme and watching Netflix. (laughs) You need to go outside, get some sunlight and some air. W, water. Water next to oxygen is the most important thing that you put in your body. Mm -hmm. If you're not drinking enough water, you're going to, you dehydrate. Following dehydration follows inflammation, and a plethora of diseases will follow that. Remember, tea, coffee, alcohol,
2: and manufactured beverages are not water. Yes. The next letter,
1: N, nourishment. Hippocrates was the one that said that. Let our food be our medicine, and our medicine be thy
2: food. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so eat good food. As a matter of fact, someone told me the other day, it was somebody's grandmother, and they said, if... You
0: eat 90% good, then 10%, you can eat whatever you want. There you go. And that's my philosophy as well. Mm-hmm. As a matter of
2: fact, in Japan,
1: they recommended 85% alkaline-based diet and 15% protein. And they were really, really healthy before they started slipping over to the Western style diet. diet. But they still living a lot longer than us mm-hmm. if you deal with that. Mm-hmm. Number two, eat. Exercise. Exercise is amazing. I know there's a lot of things that you can't do, but start from where you are. Yeah. If you do 30 minutes for three days, that's a great start. Whether you're walking, stretching, whatever you're doing, ask your doctor whatever he thinks that you can do, whatever you're capable of doing, but do
2: something. My grandmother used to always say, use it or the- lose it. <laughs> the good thing is, it's an incremental compound benefit as well and if you add one more day it will actually double the benefit of you working three days and if you will actually have the benefit of working out six days Mm -hmm. so that's really remarkable Mm -hmm. next
1: letter r rest and relaxation rest and relaxation sometimes you just gotta step away from your regular routine and your regular routine right might be watching netflix and From that routine, have a quiet place. I was listening to a motivational tape this morning, and basically, they were saying how important it was to have a room in your house that where you it's like a chill room, a room
2: that you can just go to to think or to meditate or relax. It might be your back porch or some people, it might be in the tub, but you need to be able to do something to relax and kind of reboot, recharge. S is sleep. Some people say they only need four. Some people say they only need two. Trust me, you need six to seven hours of sleep to totally reboot, digest your food, and be ready to go. So you don't
1: want to lose any of your function. You want your body to be able to give you a great kickstart in the morning. So that spells owners. And I say take ownership of your health and empower yourself. We're here to empower you. So hopefully you are able to take some notes or replay this podcast podcast again and there will be a nugget in there that you'll be able to utilize and go forward
2: with
0: All right. Well, thank you, my big brother. I really enjoyed the time spent with you. You gave a lot of really good information. This is something that will definitely enhance the quality of whomever's life is listening to this podcast. Listen as often as you want. I just want to thank my brother, Marty Phillips from Long Beach, California, for taking the time to share this wonderful wisdom and insight that you have and information that you gave. Really do appreciate that, big brother. Is there any way that anyone could get a hold of you since you're the water hydration specialist? I do call you the specialist and you know why. So if somebody has any questions for you, want to get a hold of you, do you have some, some avenue that they can reach you with? They can reach me... My email, my email is the letter Y, then
1: wait, W-A-I-T, the number four, and then spell out health, H E A L T H. At gmail.com. Why wait for health at gmail.com. I'd be glad to answer any questions that you might have in relationship to this or anything else. And if I don't have the answer, I'll get the answer for you. But I would just extend to my sister what a wonderful idea to start this uh, podcast. It was an honor for me to be on it, and I would be honored to come back on again. I would say to the guests that are listening, please make this day, this week, this month, make this your year a year of new beginnings. Yes.
2: Yes.
0: start small and stick to your commitments. Thank you so much. (laughs) Well, there you have it, folks. So good, so good. I really enjoyed that. I hope you did, too. You've been listening to Perennials Talk Health and Success Podcast with yours truly, Cynthia Phillips, with a new episode every week on Saturdays. Please. Subscribe and follow our podcast. And in case you didn't know, we have been growing. And now we can be heard on Spotify, FM, Anchor FM, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. You can also hear us on Google Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Breaker Podcast. So you can find us also by simply Googling Perennials Talk Health and Success. From time to time, I will read some of your comments, some of your emails, the comments that you send me. So go ahead and feel free to send me an email. I am a proud advocate for Kangen Water. For a high-income home-based business, check out www.lifeonkangenwater.com. Kangen Water. It's spelled K-A-N-G-E-N, of course, W-A-T-E-R.com. Now, I'd like to leave you with this final thought. Health is the f- most precious asset of any person, yet often undervalued. We tend to forget that good health is the first criterion in in, uh, in any pursuit of success and happiness. And when we realize that fact, it could be too late for any regret or treatment. Treasuring your health means treasuring and enjoying life. Thank you all for being with us today. Have an amazing week, and we will see you next week. Take care.